Welcome to the SBCN Podcast, a production of the Small Business Community Network, brought to you by Brad Poulos, small business coach, entrepreneurship professor, and author of the Small Business Operator's Manual, a guide to running your small business profitably. Hello and welcome to the SBCN Small Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Linda Ockwell-Jenner. First of all, I want to say thank you to our wonderful SBCN podcast sponsor, Brad Poulos. He's an author, he's a professor, he's a successful business owner, and of course, he's a, a wonderful member of the SBCN as well as a sponsor. Today, I'm talking about a topic with a wonderful guest who's also a member, and the topic is photography. Um, I'm not shy of being on social media. I love to have my photo taken. So today we have Sean Lynn, who's a headshot photographer. Hi, Sean. It's good to have you on the podcast. Hi, Linda. Thanks for having me. Appreciate that. Well, I've seen some of your work and it's absolutely fabulous. So um, basically, um, what is the correct name of your business? Is, is it Sean Lynn, headshot photographer? No, it's actually by Sean Lynn. By um, Sean Lynn. The- yeah, and the reason for that was, uh, it's if you wanted to put it, you could say headshots by Sean Lin, or if I was doing fashion, you could say fashion by Sean Lin, etc. So that was the thought behind going with by Sean Lin. I love it. It stands out from the crowd, and you've got a greater um, online presence too. So why just headshot, Sean? That's interesting because most photographers have a great big catalogue of I do this, I do the other, but I perceive that by you. Um, concentrating on the headshots. That's what's made you so successful. Yes. Uh, so what happened is when I first got into photography, I used to do a bunch of different genres. I started off doing the whole wedding uh, thing, and then I moved into fashion and boudoir. And then it's aside from weddings, um, the monetization of things really didn't happen until I started focusing in on headshots. Uh, weddings, it was tedious. Everybody's looking for a bargain. And I just said, you know what? I spend so much time looking at your pictures, reliving your images after your wedding. I'm like, this isn't worth it. Um, and then with the fashion and everything else, unless the person is paying you to do those pictures, you're not making any money. But headshots is something that everybody who's not a professional, who's, and when I say not a professional, like not a professional model, they do everything day to day. They have their own life that they live, but they need a a great headshot uh, for business or personal branding. And that's where I find the challenge and I find the most reward. I I definitely agree with you. My daughter works for a a large telecommunications company and she was given, um, you know, the choice to choose a photographer for a headshot. We didn't know you at the time. So I'm I'm thinking to myself, the corporate world is a great way for you to, to gain a lot of um, um, clients because obviously everybody wants to look good in the corporate world, especially, you know, the, the techie organisations and people find them on LinkedIn. So do you do a lot of corporate work, Sean? Uh, I do a mix of things. Um Corporate is a bit tricky. While I like to be doing a lot more corporate, uh, they do have a budget and some of them hold their budget close to their chest. Mm. And so they don't like to relinquish that number. So it's kind of like 
how am I supposed to work with you if I don't know what I'm supposed to be working with? You know, yeah, that, that, um, that makes that makes a sense. And most photographers, as I say, will do the wrong thing and say, "Well, you know, I'll 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 lower my price for you if you're thinking of somebody else. You know, I'll cut them out of the picture, and that ruins your brand, Sean." So I like the fact that you're staying true to your brand and your price. So um, smaller businesses, um, the SBCN has quite a mix of, you know, the larger corporate um, business owners or people who work in the corporate world, and we have a lot of smaller new businesses. So I would imagine that if you're a new business just starting out, that is one of the questions, you know, the smaller business would ask you because they have a very small budget, don't they? Yeah, they do. Um, and it's, it's something that, you know, everybody needs and deserves a great headshot and a headshot. Um, I've seen so many differences across the board from different people, uh, which is why I specialize in it. Uh, my whole thing now is your headshot specialist and more because I'm not just a headshot specialist. I also get into a little bit of other things, but not many. I yeah. see other people doing a big wide variety of things and it's like okay so you're a jack of all trades master yeah. of none that's good I like, I like that so you are right um i love linkedin i use it to see what people are doing i you know i get a lot of clients in there for both my businesses but i'm like you if i see somebody in a certain profession who's jumping all over the place and offering lots of different things i think to myself well Hey, how can you have time to do one thing properly let alone do 10 things so who would you say you know, your your biggest target market is then? It seems to be not the smaller businesses, the startups, and not especially the corporate world. Uh, so where about in the middle are you? I'm actually covering a wide range. And actually, the, the startups are one of the more important ones because they need to put your best foot forward. You mm. only get one chance to make a first good impression, right? Definitely. Definitely. So... So this is where the headshots stand out for them. Yeah, and I guess for me, when I'm looking at people, um, again, I'm going to talk about LinkedIn because for me it's the most professional one. It, it, it's my goal. Mm -hmm. When I look at photos on LinkedIn, some of them are a little bit out of date. And before COVID, I'd meet, you know, these people who were successful in business, but they had a very, very old photo and they didn't look the same, say, 10 years later. <laughs> and so would you advise people to get an up-to-date um, headshot primarily because that way there's no shock when we meet people? I know that sounds awful, but it works like that, Sean, honestly. Absolutely. I tell people um, you should be updating your headshot every two to three years. Why? Because we all age, we all change. Mm -hmm. And by using the same thing for years and years and years, that's not a true depiction of yourself. Now, you're a lovely person and, you you know, you give a lot of help to people. I've seen you talking to the other members at the SBCN. Would it be possible for those people who are now thinking about having a headshot, you know, whether it's from you or somebody else, what is the biggest thing they can do to help themselves? So um, whether they come to your studio or somebody else's studio, what are the right kind of clothes to wear? Um, you know, does a guy have to wear a tie? Um, does it matter what color that someone wears because of the, the lighting? Well, it's, there's a number of factors. Clothing is a big factor. Uh, you don't want to wear something that's going to date yourself, mm. meaning that if you wear it now, that because it's the trend, but it's 
outdated next year. You don't want that. You want something that's kind of timeless. Mm-hmm. Um, the other big factor is jewelry. Uh, you never want to have big bulky jewelry uh, because the focus is you, not the jewelry. So if I, if somebody comes in and they wearing big earrings or a big necklace, I ask them to remove it mm-hmm. because I want the attention on you, not, not the jewelry. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the two main components there. And then the rest of it is the coaching. And that's something I do. Right. When so, you say coaching, uh, what does that mean? I, I tell them um, when we first start, it's basically I have you do what you normally do. And then I start tweaking it. And then I show you, I'll take you as the client and then I'll show you what you were doing. And now that I've coached you telling you um, what to do with your eyes, how to, uh, get a natural smile without me telling you to smile, how to compose your body, how to stand, how to do your head movement, that sort of thing. And then you see what's happening. You can see the difference. And then they start going, okay, so there is a process. If you're like me, though, and this sounds ridiculous, I know, because I get up on the stage and I've had my own TV show. So it's ridiculous to say I don't like having my photo taken, but I don't like having (laughs) my photo taken. And many, many years ago, I went to a wonderful studio. There wasn't so many small businesses around then in this arena. I went to a studio. They were great. But when I look back at that photo, it was very uncomfortable. And they told me how to stand, how to stare, how to smile, how to switch my head around. And I felt very uncomfortable. And I've still still got the photo and there's nothing wrong with it. But I did not enjoy the process. So what is your secret to helping your clients enjoy the process? Distraction. Simple as that. Misdirection. So uh, without giving away too many of my secrets, (laughs) what it is, is, it's basically when you come in front of the camera, and I hear this all the time, I'm not photogenic. I don't take a good picture. Mm -hmm. Um, But when when I'm doing the session with you, I'm actually talking with you, distracting you from the fact that you're actually in front of a camera behind lights and me taking pictures Mm -hmm. and I'm capturing you in your natural state rather than freezing because you all of a sudden see me taking a picture. Natural habitat. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And and that's, and that's one of the big differences between me and others. I guess it works because you know, you're very successful in your profession. So I'm, I'm again, I'm a woman. I don't know you know that, Sean. I'm definitely a woman. And um, we don't like our imperfections. So the bright lights and, you know, the close-up camera, we're very worried, you know, we're not doing a Kim Kardashian, we're not rushing off to the plastic surgeon. But do you find many women in particular worry about, well, you know, I've got this wrong with my face or that, or this is, my nose is weird. Do many women worry about that in particular, do you think? I do have that concern from some women. Um, I've had one that woke up and had a zit on their nose and they're concerned about it. I'm like, not a problem. I've got this magic tool that gets rid of it. Um, but at the same that. <laughs> that's okay. But at the same time, I'm not over retouching things because when you over retouch things, then it's no longer a true depiction of you. It it's somebody else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I, I remove what would be temporary and leave what was is normal what's permanent and, um, <laughs> that's good <laughs> otherwise right? we'd look like uh, a robot <laughs> well then yeah because then it's not you it's then i'm creating somebody that's supposed to be you and yeah. it goes 
it goes back to the whole mirror theory. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with this or not, but it's one of these things where if you look at yourself in your mirror Mm. and you see yourself a certain way, Mm. but the camera then takes a picture and you see that picture and you go, that's not how I look. Mm. Well, the camera doesn't lie. The camera's taking a picture, a true picture of you. Mm. It's just that when you look in the mirror, you analyze things a certain way and in your mind you've built it up and it happens to me too because i look at myself in the mirror (laughs) and then i take a picture i'm like ew (laughs) (laughs) well i look in the mirror and go and i look at the phone and go um my husband (laughs) isn't a professional photographer is is a cyber security guy but in our early years in particular, when I had no budget at all for my business, he and we didn't have the lights in my studio I've got now and stuff like that, you know, he would say to me, daylight, being outside, daylight mm-hmm. is the best light really to showcase someone and help them feel more comfortable. Obviously, you have a studio, so I guess the lights make up for the daylight, don't they? Yeah. So the the key here for, for photographers starting out that, don't have any lights because it is a very expensive thing to get into. Mm-hmm. Uh, natural light, which is sunlight, mm-hmm. that is one way to go. And especially on a cloudy day, that's the best light. And oh, why? Because yeah. the clouds actually act like a diffuser over the sun. So oh. instead of the sun being harsh, it's now diffusing it. Oh, interesting. Interesting. And also mm-hmm. maybe one of the sun shining in your eyes and squinting your eyes. Well, that's just it. And that's the other thing is uh, you have to be cognizant as to how to pose, because if you look a certain way, you don't want somebody squinting like that. You mm. want to turn them a certain way so you're, they're not squinting. That's interesting. Right? Yeah, you are giving away yeah. some, some really good tips, Sean. I'm, I'm really happy because, again, you're at a certain point in your career where the clients are coming to you and you can be found easily. You're very successful. But the new photographers, it's nice for them if they want to start a business to know some of the tips and tricks that people like you use. It's about giving back and, you know, paying it yeah. forward. So that's absolutely excellent. Um, how do you find your clients, though? Because it's a very busy world today, isn't it? What with all the social media sites, the advertising and the rest of it. Yeah, actually, finding my clients has been twofold. One, when I first started out, it was me reaching out to family and friends and saying, get in front of my camera. I need to <laughs> practice on somebody else. Yeah. That's the When you're starting out, that's what you have to do. And then you slowly build it up. So uh, I'm on LinkedIn and I built my network um, from scratch from LinkedIn uh, March of 2022. 21, oh, something like that. You're a baby on LinkedIn. That's amazing what you've done on there then, Sean. And I've, and as of today, I'm over 1,800 connections, right? And it's just me every day. I'm on LinkedIn multiple times a day. I'm posting to Instagram as well as um, Facebook. Mm-hmm. But what I'm doing is I'm doing certain tags and people are starting to see it. I'm doing mm-hmm. tags that have uh, millions of viewers or will reach multiple viewers and then they start seeing my work and it's basically the slow burn and that's how I've garnered some of my clients as well as uh, coming to networking groups such as the small business uh, community right Love- SBCN Lovely. So, yeah, I'm glad that you find in LinkedIn useful because there's no point being there 
if we're just showcasing ourselves and doing lots of content, whatever, and, and nobody's coming to you and becoming a client. And it is a slow burn. I mean, I actually found out how long I've been on LinkedIn the other day. It's so long. I'm, I'm, I can't even remember how long it is. It's, it's years and years and years. And in those early years, I didn't know how to use it. So I really congratulate you with your busy, you know, you've got loads of clients to look after, but you're also doing what I advise everybody to do and saying, well, I'm going to concentrate on the social media platforms that work for me. And I think Instagram is excellent for you because obviously it's all about, you know, the photo, the story and the photo versus just the story. So I think you're doing really well. Um, If people want to contact you, Obviously, you work in which area? Do you work um, in Toronto? Do you work in Waterloo region of Ontario? Give us an idea, you know, where your clients are coming from. I'm based in Kitchener, uh, but I am mobile, so I do travel. So I've got clients in Quebec. I've got clients in Toronto. Uh, so depending on where I need to be, that's mm. where I'm at. I'm at. Awesome. But otherwise, I'm based out of uh, my home studio in Kitchener. Mm. And obviously, people yeah. can find you easily on the um, SBCN uh, members directory. But I'd love you to tell people how they can contact you. Um, you know, uh, phone, website, you know, that kind of thing. Sure, absolutely. Uh, my website is www. So b y s e a n l y n. c a. Um, my phone number four three seven two one four seven nine four zero. And yeah, you're more than welcome to reach out to me through the website or contact me by phone. I'm more than happy to have a chat with you and see where you're at. Mm, That's wonderful. You definitely are a great example of how you've worked very hard to, to get into the niche that works for you, but so many clients are accepting the fact that, yeah, you know, we need a good headshot. Um, I keep teasing Dave. He looks unfriendly in his headshot. He needs a new one, but... When you're in the corporate world, you're so busy, you haven't got time. You haven't got time to stop, you know, and say, I'm going to go and get a new photo. So unless, of course, you know, your your people in the corporate said, you need a new headshot, you look unfriendly, and I don't think they're going to say that today. So, Sean, it's been absolutely lovely getting to know you. I'd love to do another podcast with you and, you know, learn some more tips and tricks because I did mention – what, what someone should wear, but we won't go into that today. And the reason I mention that is I wear a lot of pink and sometimes it doesn't really show up that well. So I'd love to go into the kinds of things people wear that shows up better in, in even just a headshot because you can see, you know, some of the clothes, can't you? Absolutely. A headshot for me is basically from mid-chest up. Awesome. A headshot from the waist up, that's not a headshot, that's a portrait. Oh, lovely. I love that. So, again, thank you. I really appreciate your time, and we'll get together and do another podcast, and have a brilliant day. You as well. Thanks, Linda. Mm -hmm.